What's up, Zambia? So Hannah, you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to start looking at some of the questions I was asking someone yesterday to see if I can get some inspiration for extra things. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay with you. Okay. So um, if we go back to you and music, uh, when did you realize that maybe you could sing? When did I realize that maybe I could sing? It was... At school, it was in the 10th grade, we were having this mini talent show in class. And mm. then I remember I sang Umbrella by Rihanna and all my classmates were like, they're like girls and then they're like, whoa, like, wow, you could actually sing. And so the first time I think that was the moment that I realized, okay, yeah, I think I can actually sing. So yeah, that was the moment in class at school okay if if it helps you to know i've never had that moment <laughs> I, really? I cannot sing <laughs> but that that that's so strange that is strange for someone who loves music yeah anyway you can do other things so you you you're well compensated so yeah you're good well, I'm putting it in there first because if I had like my sister up here, she'd tell you straight, yeah, 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 she cannot sing. Uh, <laughs> mm, Have uh, you tried before? What to sing? Of course. Yeah. I mean, in my head, I'm like, I'm like a diva. Uh, I, I can represent. In, in my, you know, I, I'll, I'll actually tell you what, what I tell my sister and I tell every singer I know. If I could sing, yeah. I would be so ridiculously arrogant. I wouldn't say hello to anyone. Oh, yeah. I'm saving my voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that explains a lot then. Now I know why. So instead, I, I pour all that love into singers who can sing. I, I, um, I, I love the accuracy and the details uh, of those who have got talent. So, you know, I've got, you know. I've got a good ear, but I can't sing. Yeah. yeah. So my yeah, question is, is is about like harmonizing. So mm. you can sing, but how good are your harmonies? I think they're good because they were horrible. I couldn't harmonize. But like after joining um, the choir when I was really young, that's when they taught this. Oh, there's alto, there's soprano. I'm like, oh, okay. So... Yeah, I learned to harmonize from there. Yeah. That sounds quite yeah. technical. Yeah. It was fun though. Good times. The rest the rest of us learned by harmonizing in the kitchen as kids, you know, when you, when you have to wash up. It's like, right, you're taking this part, you're taking that part, you're taking this part. No, it was horrible when we used to do that like as a family. Because mm. everyone wanted to sing like the highest. Everyone wanted to have the <laughs> moment to shine. But, <laughs> but yeah, there was discipline. So yeah, that didn't help at all. That did do, you have, do, do you have any family members who can sing in that case? Yeah, I do. 
I do. Like my siblings can really sing. So yeah. Do you compete? Huh? Do you compete? Are you competitive? <sighs> I just like it's okay. I I do try to compete, but but they're uh, so too, okay. Now let's yeah. keep it real. Like, I want to be like so. Okay, I do, but they don't. Does that make sense? I wanted to like come out as the good one, you know. I wanted to make myself sound like the hero in this story, but no, I compete. They don't. So, yeah. That's no, I, mean, I, I have, I have, I have siblings, and when it comes to music, if my sister and I decide yeah. to, we we give ourselves challenges. Like, uh, we had a song. Really? Yeah. yeah, and we're, we're trying to outright each other on the same song. Wow, how did that go? Uh, that, that that particular challenge. Uh, okay. Well, I wish I wish she was here to say I won, and then you know she'd be there to say she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sibling um, rivalry. You know what? In fact, I, I, I'll be good. At the end of this session, I'll play it back for you, and you can tell me who the winner was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's the first thing. You, you can decide for yourself and say, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, no bias, right? But we're friends, huh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Okay. Um, so um, with family, you've mentioned a sister. So like, uh, what, what's your family set up like? What do you mean? Like siblings, you... parents, grandparents. Like, Oh, it's just normal family. Mom, dad, I have three older, older brothers. And then she's my immediate older sister. And then I'm the last born. So, yeah, oh, th does that make you, does that make you like uh, the baby of the family and a little bit spoiled? Yes, yes I'm the spoiled one, the loved one. <laughs> yes, that's me. The one who can never do any wrong. Yes, that's me. Okay, <laughs> I'm a. I was a middle sibling, so I'm. I'm oh, a middle yeah. child. Yeah, uh, uh, that's where the competition comes from. I see now. I see it now. Not not at all. Actually, it it, it I it meant I was the negotiator. Ooh. That was a nickname as a kid. I was called the negotiator. I, I had to go and do all the dirty jobs. <laughs> the older ones are like, oh. we want to have friends over tonight. Right, you go and ask. <laughs> Okay, and then the okay. younger, the, the younger two were like, um, uh, "This is what we're doing, and those guys won't let us do it." Go and ask if we can join join them. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was the middle one, the negotiator. Mm. Mm. Okay, never thought of that, but that actually makes sense. <laughs> I can see that in my siblings. So yeah, that actually makes sense. The bridge in between. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So, um, let me see. I've, I've got family come, coming through. One second. Let me just switch my room. If you bear with me okay, a moment. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'd come off to try. I was, I was going on my question hunt. That's all it was. I keep forgetting I'm on my <laughs> phone now. One second. No one's faster than I expected. Getting upstairs. Yeah, I'm probably fitter than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. That's no, good far for you. 
far from it. I think the pandemic has, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when, when you, when people say, you know, the pandemic happened and I, and I just sat there. Yeah. That, that's me. <laughs> so, um, um, I, 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 I'm looking at the next three months and saying, right. Got to work all of this off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Right. So, um, <laughs> I'm only asking about family because, uh, when it comes to music and stuff, um, you started home. So do you think like yeah. it was ever noticed that you had this talent when you're in the house and how well supported was it? I think cause like what I said, remember the other day when I said that my mom was the more musical one. So mm -hmm. I think she spotted it from, she spotted it in us like when we were younger. So she used to make us go for talent shows, even though we didn't want to. So she always, <laughs> there went for talent shows. She put us in the choir. She was just like, sing my child. <laughs> so she found it so like yeah she just knew like she's like okay my babies can sing so she made sure we she put us out there so yeah i think she spotted us when we were quite young yeah gosh that sounds like my mom dropping us off at the yeah. as we're getting older like go out what's wrong with you children why do you like being home when we were your age you were out there <laughs> yeah oh, uh, yeah. taken to teen time it's standing there embarrassed, like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> My mom doesn't even care. She doesn't care about embarrassment. She's like, I'm your mother. You don't have a reputation with me, so pretty much. <laughs> All right. So who do you think keeps you grounded um, in terms of everything you're doing? Which, who, who's your go-to? That's a deep question. I didn't think about it, but I think it's my immediate sister. She's, yeah, she kind of, because she also does music. So she gets how, like, the industry works and how, like, some people will use you and all that. So she does keep me grounded. She just tells me, don't forget why you started doing music. Don't forget why, that like, you love it. And, the situation is not meant to stay and you know people use each other so yeah so definitely my sister okay mm -hmm. okay uh now let's go to instruments do you play any sure. i play the guitar but not to the level i want to yet but yeah i do play guitar and what's the level you want to master i want to master it and be an expert at it you know those people who yeah i think like when i play guitar it's just for when i'm writing a song and when it's complete i'm like ah, whatever focus more on the song but yeah i want to make like be i mean that's what, like when you asked me um what you wanted to write on the cover thingy thingy, i didn't add musician because i don't feel like i'm there yet so yeah but, but, I but hope do, you, I, do you consider your voice to be an instrument though yes if you okay. say it that way hmm. then yes i do play an instrument <laughs> okay there you go mm -hmm. so um would it be fair to say you want to say i'm sorry 
play guitar as well as you can sing? Hmm. Like, because you didn't add songwriting, because I love writing songs more than singing. So it's like, I definitely want to play guitar more than singing. But if you compared it to songwriting, definitely songwriting. Well, I was getting there, but I just wanted to talk about it. Yeah? Themselves. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Um, it's just that when I asked you about playing the guitar, um, you felt you're not playing at um, the level that you want to play at, um, which is why I was interested yeah. in what level you wanted to be at. Mm. So I'm saying like the way singing comes easily to you, would you like it to be like guitar comes easily to you? Is it that level or not yeah. just enough to write my songs? To be really, really honest, I would say not nah, just just enough to write my songs. Yeah, that's just fair enough. Like when I go to the studio, everything changes. Suddenly, <laughs> there are drums and there are little things, and there's a piano, and there's a, so it's just like you know what? Only like for my live sessions, yeah, but. Recording studio, I gave up on that a long time ago because I think like I get used to. Like just acoustic, like just voices and the guitar. So when I go to the studio and everything changes, I just think it's horrible. It's horrible because it's not what I fell in love with in the beginning. So okay. So now there's two things there, right? Firstly, um, I'll ask. Uh, as far as acoustics are concerned, when can we expect your acoustic album then? <laughs> hmm. Acoustic album. I haven't thought yes. about that. Like usually, mm-hmm. it when people mention acoustic, I just think of live, like a show, but like an acoustic album. Yeah, I, why can't I'm you go in the studio and record an acoustic album? That would be so cool. I can't lie. That's like my dream, but I don't think anytime soon yet. Not because like right now I want to challenge myself with like. Because I'm working with other people and I want to get more connected, work with other people, know the vibes and the genres. Did I say it right? Yeah, genres. Genres. Genre. You're good. Yes. (laughs) I just want to grow as much as I can right now before I get too comfortable just doing that. I want to grow as much as I can right now first, so. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to this point when I actually go to the songwriting. Okay, but okay. Um, the second part of it was um, I was gonna say that um, does every song have to be a big arrangement though? It, 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 mm-hmm. uh, uh, as you're going in and you've kind of like played it one way and you're getting into the studio and yeah. you're talking about it changes. That's just an mm-hmm. arrangement. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. What, what do you feel is going wrong from your perspective, really? I, I mean, you don't have to be uh, anything aside from just honest. Like, um, sometimes I feel like it's just guitar and maybe it's the drama, just like just those two or, you know, or maybe the chords okay. change and I'm not happy. <laughs> what, what do you think changes when you say it all changes? I think my voice automatically changes. I, I think... Most of my producers like auto-tuning my voice, which just takes me 
Ah, but they say it sounds adorable, and when people talk about it, they say it sounds nice. But and then you know, with the mixing and all that, and they're like, okay, let me add a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It just—I don't know. It sounds so different, but it works. But it's like what I said earlier. Like I fell in love with just my voice and the guitar, and now like in studios, like they've added little effects here. It might not even like be a lot, mm. but like the fact that it's not that live version that I had, it just kind of changes. And I've seen a lot of other artists who also agree with me, where it's like. It's just like there's this live version that they have, and then there's the recorded version, and then you know they just keep it because yeah, I don't know because everybody else likes it, or maybe like people around them advise them that this would sell, this would work, this would keep people hype or whatever. But I'm still mm. learning that to be honest. I'm that's something I'm still working on because it's like what I said about challenging myself to do things that I'm. Really not comfortable with, but trying to see things from people who are more experienced in this industry, see things from their perspective, and see how I can grow and then mm-hmm. maybe well, change the So, is it is it the voice changes that mostly bother you? Because I'll be honest with you, I'm old school. I'm older. So uh, when yeah. I hear to tune, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I kind of tune out of it because we used to use that <laughs> because a singer couldn't sing. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think yeah. that the, the brain association for me is, you know, what if, if you can sing, you don't need it. That's true. And it also dates your music because um, <laughs> um, th- th- there are times when it's auto tune all over, and then there's times where it's it's like uh, not in it. But then that oh. said, uh, I think that like when uh Roger Troutman used it I mean that's one of the most sampled things in California love when you have those kind of things or <laughs> Black Street yeah mm. yeah um Teddy Riley yeah well okay he can't sing but um he he <laughs> he, he used it to to great effect in all the Black Street songs because yeah. he can play keys and, mm. and and because the notes are coming from um uh the notes that you're playing on the keyboard in that case yeah. um that that's different from from the autotune uh where you're, you're vocally uh, that's more of a coda than it is uh tuning someone's voice so mm-hmm. i need autotune because i can't sing <laughs> i don't think so you're making it sound really bad that you can't sing like it's so bad i i promise you your very own session do you have headphones good headphones <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> you 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 will need nice headphones. The headphones you enjoy listening music in in order to experience this fully. Ooh. This is your very own performance. Yeah. Very rare. Okay. That said, my my harmonies are off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. Really, I can't sing, but um, okay. yeah, my my harmonies, uh, yeah, arrangements and whatever. My sister will even say, you know what? For someone who can't sing, I don't understand how you can harmonize like that. And say, so probably hitting the wrong notes oh. helps. <laughs> Ooh, I was going for this and I landed probably. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
Mm-hmm. I have to hear it because I can't believe that someone who can't sing can harmonize. Oh, That's okay. I, I am happy to to prove both to you um, that you know <laughs> I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I, I'm actually proud of it. You you have to understand. I, I can hold this. Um, uh, I can hold my head up with pride at at, at my yeah. ability to sing. Yeah. I know what I want. I know what I'm thinking. It's just what comes out of the mouth does not resemble it. Okay. So, um, as a songwriter, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I know you are sort of like driven by the emotional uh, outlet that songwriting can be. Yeah. So, what do you go for in your songwriting? Sadness, disappointment, heartbreak, definitely heartbreak, love. Yeah, that's what I go for. Did that answer your question? Yeah, perfectly. I mean, that's what you go for. Yeah. And and, and is that based on what you feel or what you're empathetic to or both? Mm, I think both, because sometimes I would just write someone else's story or I'm watching a movie and I get someone says something and I'm like, whoa, that's so deep. And then mm. I write about it, like trying to see, trying to understand, wow, what if the actor felt this way? And then try to write about their life. And so, yeah, empathetic in a way. So you draw into like sad songs and sad lyrics and, and you totally get them and stuff. Yeah, I feel like they're easier to write. Like I could write a happy song, but like for sad ones, they're easier to tap into and write about it. So you want to pull heartstrings, really? I guess. Yes, I I, I want to. I want to. <laughs> okay. I want to. Well, I, I, I look forward to being moved to tears. Uh, as opposed oh my to, God. yeah, as opposed to, um, okay, my nephew told me not to refer to, to them as this, but uh, wrist slashers, as in, yeah. you know, life, life, you know, no hope, dark, and completely, <laughs> you know, in this spot where <laughs> you're sort of going, okay, you know what, I was prepared to listen to this and go with this emotion, but. Uh, <laughs> You're taking me to this place I really, really don't want to go. I don't do that kind of dark. So do you go there, you know, with what you write? I really don't think I do, but I remember I wrote this song once. I have to look for it. And my friend, she was like, I had to delete it because I sent it to her. And she was like, I kept on deleting that song and getting it again. And because like, she was like, it's so sad. And I'm like, no, that wasn't the point. Like, the lyric at the end, like, usually how I write is, like, it'll be sad, but at the end, I want it to be a little hopeful so that mm. I just know people in that there is no hope. Whoa, mm. to us. Life is meaningless. But, like, at the end, it's just like, you know what? Even though it's crazy right now, I still have some hope. So, yeah, there's always, like, hope lingering around in the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, c- can I ask you what? Um, do you think of yourself as like a storyteller? Then, 
<laughs> yes, yeah, I have been told. Been to- yeah, okay, yeah, I do think I'm a storyteller. Yes. So what do you think it takes to be a great storyteller then? Hmm. What does it take to be a great storyteller? I'm trying to think of all the storytellers I love. Mm-hmm. I think it takes like the people I admire is making they make their stories so relatable that you think someone was writing your like someone was just looking at your life and wrote about it. Mm. Those are my favorite. Like where it's like, how did you know? This is exactly how I felt. Those are like my favorite storytellers of someone who explains their life, who are so honest and vulnerable, but don't come out of as hopeless, but come out as look, it happened. But look at me now. I'm doing so many amazing, great things. Those are the greatest. I think that's why we look up to so many like um, celebrities or whatever, like when we know their story and how they overcame all that. It's just like, whoa, really? And we look up to such people because even though they went through so much, they still came out victorious. And that's just greatest stories mm. that I love. So is, is that what you're aiming for then? To, 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 to be that storyteller? Yeah. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. I think that's, where I'm, that's what I'm aiming for. All right. So where do you get your inspiration then? Oh, there's this chick. Her name is Sasha Stallone. I don't know if you know her, but dang. I heard her when I went for a studio session. I cried because she's like what I said earlier. Like her song, every song is like, were you writing about me? Like, Mm -hmm. how did you know this is how I feel? This is how I think. And Oh, she's um, an amazing songwriter, but she's underrated. So I don't know. I love underrated artists. To be honest, I feel like they're more. I don't know if they're. I think they're not trying to sell. It's more of they're still, you know, recording maybe in their bedrooms or wherever. So they just record for the love of it. So it's more raw and more vulnerable, unfiltered. And I just love that. And there's Brooke Fraser. Also, she's also one of those lines. But she's more of like metaphors type of writer, which is amazing. And then um, who else? And then in Zambia, there's Pompey, who I love because he's like more into poetry. And I just feel like that's amazing. Like, I think, yeah, there are very few artists who are doing that and who, who's working who did I say right? And it's working for them, so it sounds really, really dope. So, yeah. Okay. So now, um, aside from the fact that I haven't made the list yet, right? List. <laughs> your, list. your inspiration. What are the list? Yeah. Aside from that, I, haven't made, I haven't made the list yet because you haven't heard me yet, right? <laughs> you but said <laughs> you know. But you know, I, I, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. After today, you have no choice. You 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 just you know you're just gonna have to add me to the list. 
my gosh, you're such an inspiration to me. You have no <laughs> No, you have to wait for the voice. You can't say any of that without the voice. <laughs> You've made my day. Wow. Yeah, wait for the voice. Wait for the voice. Yeah. The most important I part. need to hear this voice. Like yeah. I have I have heard so much be about inspired. it. Now I'm just like I need to hear it. Because you you you're so proud. So proud. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wear it with pride. Uh-huh. Mm. Confidence is key. <laughs> Okay. Um, on, a, on a serious tip, though, um, when it comes to how you write your melodies now, and we're talking about, like, say the, um, I'm trying to find the correct word, like the the, the phrasing, the rhythm and flow of your words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you drawn to any particular styles? Because obviously you've talked about sad songs, or whatever. For me, it kind of makes me feel a bit slower. But then thinking, okay, now you can put a rhythm behind stuff, and it's still yeah. sad. But um, <laughs> but um, what do you think it takes to have a, a good verbal rhythm and flow? I mean, how do you choose your words and phrases? Hmm, how do I choose my words or phrases? Like first, like what I said earlier, for if I'm watching a movie and I hear something, mm-hmm. I literally get that quote and write a song about it. Because there's this beautiful... I was watching this Angelina Jolie movie and Girl Interrupted. And then she was like... She was the bad guy in the movie. And then mm-hmm. she was like... No, no, she wasn't the bad guy. But like people portrayed her as a bad guy. And then she was like, you know what? I'm just going to play the villain. And I'm like, wow. And I got... And I started writing, play the villain, play the villain. And it just came on to this beautiful song. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it might just be like one word and everything will change. Or sometimes like it'll be like when I'm having my jam session and I'm playing guitar and just words start coming up. I don't know if that ever happened to you before. Like you're just hearing music, music and words just start coming out and it makes sense. You don't know if it'll work as a chorus or a bridge or a verse. But it's Um, all different. But sometimes... yeah. I know if you could tap into my brain, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's probably not a, not a good idea. It's it's. Uh, I think, as a rule, my sister says, um, uh, I should never be left in front of uh, a microphone and the record button is hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Well, Why? You see, I'm proud of what I do next. Um, my sister <laughs> tends to be horrified mostly, but. Um, yeah, I, I'm very proud oh of what God. I do next. It, it's non-stop. So, yeah, I have no problem whatsoever with inspiration, <laughs> words, rhythms, phrases, or any of that. <laughs> I have my moment. She needs the studio. I'll be right back. And I'll be uh, like, okay. She takes too long. I I'm like, need, okay. Headphones on. I need Record. your level of confidence. Because, like, it's everything. It's just every. You just told yourself, you know what? I am that girl. And the world needs to hear this. What I'm doing is dope. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. What I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter if it's a screaming, wailing banshee to everyone else. I know what I was doing in that moment. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, but, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> right. Um, so back to your um, uh, your words and phrases. Now I'm just going to go back to your sort of like rhythm and flow. I'm saying that. Um, do you tend to be one of those who's going to be like, oh, I've got to find a word that rhymes with combustible? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let me not even lie. Yes. I look. I make sure it rhymes. I will look. I'll go to the dictionary. I'll Google or whatever. I'm like, it has to. What rhymes with combustible? <laughs> yeah. Is there anything? I'm just looking. I then find ways to make it enter the song. So yeah, that's definitely me. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Uh, oh. Let's have a look and see. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm now going to talk about your uh, your vocal, now your rhythm, your melodies. Um, do you think it's replicated by your body movement through dance? For example, can you sit perfectly still and, you know, just astound us all anyway? Um, my, my point is, can you just sit still and bring out this beautiful vocal? Or uh, do you find that your body's involved in the entire emotional journey and you have to swing along and head nod or something? I think both. I've noticed, I'm thinking of my live performances and I'm seeing both. But mostly I'm moving. Mostly it's like my head or I'm tapping my leg or it's, yeah, it's different. But mostly there's movement because I'm connecting with what's happening. Are you one of those like my sister who developed a habit quite young, probably in our teen years of at some point on a stage, she kicks her her, her shoes off <laughs> and performs. Really? Oh yeah, you know, I, I don't know what that's about, but um, I do recall <laughs> we 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 uh, um, here in the UK. If I go back to one of our uh, our our events, um, uh, we were invited to do something for um, I'm trying to Oxfam, I think it was. Uh, yeah, they decided to have this concert for um. Uh, make poverty history so it was like this whole day event of things and uh, actually now we think about it uh, we're, we're talking about this because of the, the, the war in Ukraine one of the people uh, one of the cameramen who, who seemed to spend a lot of time filming was just filming my sister's feet <laughs> he, literally, he literally was only just there fascinated and I'm like the music's up here dude and he's going, it's all right, I'm good. <laughs> so, I, yeah. we were saying, you must have the most famous suite in Ukraine. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh. I have no idea what was going on with that. I'm telling you because I'm thinking of what the reporter was saying. You know, because like they say things like when they're zooming in at feet. So, I'm wondering, what was the reporter saying? Like, these are the feet of people that, what, what were they talking about? Ah, oh, I'd love to watch the and that, video. And that we will Starting never know. So <laughs> I'm sure that we'll never so know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm just more amused when you're at events and then you see, you know, like women start to kick off their shoes and dancing without, you know, like, you know, they're like, yeah, okay, you're doing it. We'll do it too. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it before. I think like that's a sign that they've gone in. Like now they don't even care. Mm. They're no longer you're on the different level now. They just like these shoes are holding me back. Let yeah. me do what I'm supposed to do. 
what I was born to do, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, going to the other, uh, well, I was going to say other motion, but it's actually lack of motion. Are you able to be perfectly still and sing? Yeah, but yeah, unless it's like really sad or slow, yeah. Hang on, we no, I'm just, I'm just wondering how much uh, movement goes into uh, your performance. It's not a, it's not a trick question or anything. It literally is my own personal curiosity about people. Because yeah. you see, I can't sing, so I don't know what you're going through. I can be perfectly still <laughs> and sing, by the way. And I can move yeah. and sing. Yeah. All, all of that. The, there is no restriction with what I can do when I sing. Because <laughs> you're that girl. It doesn't it doesn't help that my keyboard skills are, you know, like you know, completely, completely, yeah. I don't know. You you know, you need you need a radar to catch up with, you know, w- w- mm. how I excel with that. Right? Yeah. So there was oh. no way my voice was ever gonna be able to compete with that anyway. So it has to do that in my head. Yeah. So once I I I I I, I, I became at peace. With the fact that, you know, God blessed me with one ability and then he decided mm-hmm. he's just going to stomp out the other one and, you know, take it right into the underground and say, that one you're not getting. <laughs> he knew why. He knew why. He knew mm-hmm. that this one, this one will develop the ego that will yeah. pretty much say bow and kiss my feet, as I say. Yeah. You know? So he removed yeah. it from me. You know, he made sure. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go on to linguistic skills now, right? Okay. How many languages do you speak, if any? And how well do you speak them, if any? I well, speak I can't say if English any, because we're really still well. <laughs> <laughs> I speak English really well. I am fluent in English. Nanja, mm. I feel like because of my accent, people just think it sounds very English so no, I've been trying to like collaborate Nyanja with my English but people just say it doesn't sound like the raw Africanness. and then I do know a bit of Chinese but nothing to really brag about it's just the basics Ni hao, that's it so yeah oh no don't be saying something like that you can't just say, I know the basics. Hello, how are you? I worked at a yeah. virtual reality theater like um, yeah. during my college days, yeah? And obviously you'd get lots of people coming in from all over the place. And for me, it was, you know, you know when you have that muck job, the one that you don't take seriously. Um, uh-huh. I, I said, I wanted something that I don't have to think about because I still have my, my performance stuff. I still got uh, studio stuff and I've got college. Uh-huh. So um, I only wanted something that uh, would, uh, I can't even say pay the bills because the music was doing that anyway. Uh, I just wanted something different to do. And this virtual reality thing looked like, oh yeah, okay, you know, I can do this. So um, different people come from all over the world. So I I always ask, how do you say hello? How do you say, how are you? And how do you say have a good time? And that's the handiest thing you can do if, if you can pick up just those, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I learned to do it in, uh, in, in, in German, in German, in Austrian, in, uh, wow. <laughs> in, in Italian, in French, in, 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 in Dutch, or, you know, or whatever. And it's handy when you meet yeah. people. 
right? Yeah. But um, yeah. It, it, I wouldn't call it speaking their language, but I've, I've realized one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. When you can do that, people tend to warm up to you, especially when they're like in, in a different yeah. country. Uh, yeah. The minute you say, feel spas or have to spas, same words, amusez-vous in French, mm-hmm. or they all mean the same thing, but it depends um, who you're speaking to, but just the mere fact that you said that seems to um, um, warm people up to you in a, in a strange country. Yeah. Mm. That's so true. Mm. That is really true. Like, all that gets edited comfort. out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're wondering why I'm being so chatty, I'll say, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll get the question. I'll get your great answer. You sound really amused. Everybody's been like, oh so cheerful God. today. I'm a sad song girl. <laughs> not all my songs are sad, though. They're not all sad. It's all right, because I'm going to break out my saddest in my voice. Don't worry. I got you. You know, oh it's all good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, l- let me see. Um, if I were to say something like, um, it helps with my imagination, right? Mm. And um, I have a very, 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 I can't even call it vivid uh, imagination. I would just say I'm probably totally removed from reality <laughs> mm. and therefore mm-hmm. live in my ultimate world. <laughs> yeah. Looking I at like the world and, and therefore saying, in order for me to at least sound reasonable when speaking with you, I kind of like will only talk about the things within your world. And therefore, mm. I think I make sense. Uh, but the rest of the time, I think uh, I'm actually occupying the world that's in my mind. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how healthy that is, by the way. But um, when it comes yeah. to your imagination, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to your imagination, I mean, how wild is your imagination? And, and does that shape your future vision of like where you want to be? Um, like I said, for example, I'm in, I'm in the virtual space. I mean, I actually literally work uh, with, with virtual space, yeah. but um, I believe that's kind of like where things are going, right? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. it's going to need performers who are not afraid to dream and to produce experiences. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about experiences that defy whatever's currently possible because uh, yeah. you you can't keep doing what 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 already exists. <laughs> yeah. Sooner or later, you're, you're going to have to innovate, right? That's so true. Okay, so this is going to take your imagination. So would you say you play it safe? Yeah, or would you say, actually, when I think about it, <laughs> I am mm-hmm. uh, wildly, insanely imaginative. What, what, what is it for you? <laughs> like in my music or just in my brain? I want to know which one are we going for first. See, aren't they all one and the same? I believe mm. music is communication, right? Um, yeah. It's, it's taken a lot of discipline for me to step away from music in order to speak with other people about theirs Mm. right but when this is all over i don't know what's going to roll into my head i may find that this is actually albums full of songs (laughs) it might be an entire musical (laughs) you know i don't know what's going to come as a result of all this interaction 
I just know that yeah. I'm sort of compartmentalizing in order to do it. The, 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 the inner child, the inner me uh, just wants to be on my, on, my, on my keyboard with my headphones on playing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The outer me knows I have to communicate at this point. So, uh, you know, you carry the melody in your heart and you just interact. Yeah. But I'm just saying, how wild is your imagination? Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're coming at it from the music or you're coming at it from the life. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm being like 100% honest, I feel like I'm not even going to say Africa. Let me just say Zambia in Lusaka because I I do a lot of... I don't know if we talked about this earlier because my type of songs or music, I've been told quite a number of times that, okay, music is just... It's too... No way we look. It's too sad. It's too expressive. You're too vulnerable. We don't talk about such things. And so that has always made me feel like I'm like doing something already that's outside the box. But that's just for my country. But when I look at what's happening around the world, it's like there's a bigger world compared to that. But if I'm just being in my, like in Osaka, Zambia, I feel like I'm very stretched out and pursuing so many things and my brain is just like wow and i feel like it needs to go further because when i see what other people are doing like even you like most of the times i'm in conversations and you say things i'm just like what is that there's virtual reality happening right now you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Mm -hmm. where it's like someone's in your my imagination is someone's reality and it's just like wow that's actually have so meaning that your imagination has been going further than that, yeah? So mm-hmm. it's just like, but in my world right now, I feel like I've already stressed and I feel like I'm kind of playing it safe to a degree because I'm like, hmm, I still want to kind of be accepted because these are the same people that are going to buy my songs, these are the same people that are going to come for shows. So it's kind of like, okay, how can I do both? And it kind of makes me safe, like to just confide myself into something before going beyond what I actually want to do. So, and that's just my honest observation about myself. So, yeah. So you're not free. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm trapped. I thought I was. I thought I would. I should should make it like a statement, really. Um, That's unfair. Um, Are you not free? (laughs) I am free. I want to be free. I want to be free. Which one is it? But, yeah. Are you free? Are you not free? Hmm. I don't think I am, to be honest. Like, just thinking about it, because it'd be easier to say, I am free. I'm doing whatever I want. But when I sit down and think, it's like, no, not really. No. No. Okay. Um, This is the point where I kind of do say that, look, for me, 
the research is just that. It's um, uh, I have been that person in Zambia walking around and figuring stuff out. Um, and yeah, I've yeah. been that person in Zambia kind of looking and saying, all right, these older guys, that's what they're doing. I don't want to do that. Uh, I'm not really interested in their platforms. Okay, I'm going to create a new one. <laughs> okay, now I can do what it is I want to do. Okay. And mm -hmm. therefore, I'm liking the platforms for me are the ones that provided the freedom. It's kind of like, uh, it, it wasn't just platforms you create for yourself. It's, it's like you create it for other people as well to kind of say yeah. you don't all have to jump on and go in this direction you could literally just jump on a different stage <laughs> and have that freedom yeah. that you want to have and then i hope that it's inspiring you to go on and create your own stage that does whatever it is that you want it to do you know because a stage is just a stage at the end of the day if you want to look at it that way what you turn it into is up to your imagination i guess that's my point Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, with this research, it, it, it's maybe a little bit more like me saying, okay, I think virtual infrastructure, so I know what it is, it, it is for me. So because you think of it in terms of I am geographically in Zambia and I am geographically trying to do what this environment wants me to do, correct? I think that's what it sounded like in, in what yeah. you just said. Yeah. So perhaps for me, because I was never geographically anywhere, you know, so it's probably a form of insanity. <laughs> but um, I, I just went for things without thinking of the environment I'm in. Yeah. Right. And therefore you create uh, a different um, environment for people so that when they're actually going to something, you're giving them a whole new experience. And, and I think that's why people kept coming back because they just needed to get more and more and more and more of that thing. And then they come out of it and they go back into their daily lives in the real world. That makes, yeah. makes sense. So um, for me, it was about how can I help a, a new generation have that kind of freedom, freedom to create. So if it's technology, if it's equipment, if it's um, uh, the ability to, to create shows instead of just have gigs, if you know what I'm saying, uh, mm. uh, to actually be able to have places where people can go and sit and develop performances and say right okay this is what i want to do and you're kind of like here you go there's nine months for you to get this done <laughs> what are the teams you need around you and 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 you get that entire support to an artist and their management and all those you know to say guys what is it you actually try to build and if you had a slot uh what would you fill it in because um as i said you're geographically in zambia my virtual infrastructure works like this quite simply zambia is not in zambia Zambia can be anywhere. Oh. Yeah. Because what I see in the real world is people physically trying to work with Zambia and try to work with the system. And I'm saying, okay, so that structure is kind of killing you to a certain extent because it's not oh, fully yeah. helping and supporting. So a big part of yeah. me is like, okay, here's how to plug your holes, right? But that's just my um, natural instinct to help kicking in. Uh, the other part of me, is kind of like, however, for those who really do want to go forward into the future, <laughs> here's a virtual infrastructure. You, you you don't have to get owned by anyone. It's not slavery. You just yeah. need a platform that is Zambia, but nobody's defining what Zambia is for you. You can make yeah. Zambia whatever it means to you. 
because the world will accept whatever you say coming from Zambia. So in other words, genre-wise, you don't have to stick to any particular genre. And song-wise, it doesn't have to be happy, sad, or whatever, because it's a huge world. There's always somebody in the same mood that you're in or who needs that song that you've got. Yeah. Right? Uh, but they're not going to tap into it if your system doesn't even allow your songs to come out. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't allow your shows and performances, what you've got in your free Hannah version. <laughs> yeah. What would you do if you had everything? What's the performance we'd see that day? And we'd find that probably every song that you perform might be performed differently. So to a certain extent, I'm seeing some of the work going into the music videos where people are trying to use their imagination that way a little bit. Uh, but I'm liking, that's fine, but there's more than that. There's just the fact that your live performance is what people like to go and see over and over. There's a reason why yeah. Hannah tickets can go up today and within two minutes, they have sold your world tour. It's because people want to go and see that show. Uh-huh. And that's the show you repeat over and over and over and over in all these countries. I mean, yeah, it's something you know in your sleep. But that's what they're waiting for. They want that experience. So um, this this is kind of where I'm saying I, I haven't really been seeing the shows from people. So I just wonder if uh, supporting a platform that helps people get the shows and get the the booking agents to their managers to say, here, guys, in real life, you just need the booking agents. But booking agents are interested in the show. But at the moment, you're not giving shows you're showing gigs <laughs> oh. now anyone can gig <laughs> so that's why they'll always yeah. go to the local community and give anybody an opportunity to go up on that stage and gig the reason they invite you in is to see your show they want the full performance the whole take me there <laughs> give me that dream so if you want to make me cry from performance you know from song to song it's fine there are people who want to go there and say, I spent the whole night in tears, man, because my God, she's so emotional. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and by the time we got to this song, I was ready. People are, are ready for any <laughs> kind of show. There's room for everybody. There's no rules attached. People like what they like. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. A lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. So so, so that's, that's, that's more like what probably interests me. It's like giving people an experience so I'm, I'm a little bit more like from a cultural perspective I'm like I want people to be in a stadium and they are convinced that the Victoria Falls is around them and Makishi warriors uh, you know uh, Makishi dancers are, are walking past them giant Makishi's walking past them say, what just happened there next minute they feel that like you, you, you're actually in the barge Kombuka, going down the Zambezi rhythm, uh, river and when, when the bass drum goes boom you know you actually feel like oh my god everything shook around me <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. that I, I'm liking the experiences that you know no one's going to find anywhere but in reality it does exist if you want to go to Kombuka go if you want to see Victoria Falls go uh, uh-huh. I, I'm more of the mindset like I can put Victoria Falls into Trafalgar Square. So that's what I talk to um, the, 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 the hologram guys and, the, and, and, and the, the water feature guys and stuff like that about. Because uh, I suppose, fortunately for me, I've grown up here with people who started small and now that's the kind of stuff that they do and the technology they own and the, uh, the stuff that I, I feel it's important to teach uh, the skills 
to young Zambians to say, guys, I understand the Hannahs and them are on stage, but you creative guys back there, you need to learn how to do the lighting, the sound design, the VFX and all these things around them so that when they come to you and they've got a show in your head, it's a challenge for you guys to say, how can we get this thing that this person wants up there and you're able to do it? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the backroom stuff is what I'm interested in to say, how, how much support can we get to people to help them with their performances and things? You know, you shouldn't be suffering for sound or, you know, all of you should have your own sound engineers, really. You've got that engineer you travel with, you know, you've got that person mm-hmm. who knows exactly how you want your mic set. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to go down that direction with stuff. I'm not lo- looking for the protest. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not looking for that, that, that thing. I'm just trying to say, I want you guys to do well in whatever it is that you want to do. And the only okay. thing I care about when it comes to what you do is that you look at your own intellectual property and protect and defend. And if you're going to trade with it, just really, really focus on what you're actually doing with those first rights. Because once you've done mm-hmm. it, you can't take it back, can you? <laughs> you got good people around you. Hold them close. Stay blessed. Yeah. Oh, this was so helpful. Thank you so much. I love this. I'm still gonna play my 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 song because yeah. the night cannot end <laughs> without mm-hmm. me. <laughs> it can't. It cannot. Thank you.